Will more than two banks fail? Is it time to buy gold? Recently, the FDIC took over two banks that were in trouble. Now we have reports that an additional 20 regional banks have in excess of $650 billion in bond losses. The Fed admits that their increase in interest rates have done little to bring inflation under control. They may well increase the amount and frequency of interest rates. Isn't it time to consider gold in your portfolio? From January 1st, 2023 to today, the price of gold is up twice as much as the S&P 500. Go to blacksandwhites.us, click on the gold bar, and reach out to Advisors Metals and ask Ira, is gold right for you? Call now. It's important. Welcome to Black and White, a conversation with Dan Perkins. It's time to bring all of us together to talk about the issues that concern us. It's time to hear from people who want to deal with only the facts, and it's time for you as Americans to re-engage in your right of freedom of speech. It's time for you to join me in the conversation on Blacks and Whites. Welcome back to Black and White. And joining me today is an old friend, uh, co-broadcaster, Charles Butler, who lived in Chicago for a good many years and now is uh, broadcasting out of Tampa, Florida. He was, he was a founding member of Project 21 uh, a long time ago, and uh, we've been on each other's shows many, many times over the years. So, welcome back, sir. Thank you, Dan. Dan, when did you write your first book, The, the Nile? Twenty eleven. That's how long we've been talking. We've been talking over thirteen years. Right. Believe it or not, unbelievable. 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 And we're still good looking. And we're still good friends. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Over the years. <laughs> so I invited Charles on today because of uh, what we had when the president of the United States went to Howard University for the commencement address. And he said that the greatest threat to America is white racism. I just couldn't believe it. And then there was somebody, a, a student in the audience who turned around with a sign, held it up to the entire graduating class who disagreed with the president. I, I, I don't understand how a white man can stand in front of a crowd and 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 talk about systemic racism and, and white white racism as a greatest threat to our country. What do you say, sir? Well, what, what I say is this, you know, he talked about white supremacy, not racism, but white supremacy being a, a national security issue and the greatest threat to uh, to our national security. And some people say democracy. And I say that's all bovine. You know what bovine is, Daniel? Bovine? Bovine. B-O-B-I-N-E. Bovine. That's a, that's a pig. Yeah, but uh, uh, it's all bovine. And, and, okay. and use the way that I'm using it. It's, it's, it's a der very derogatory term, but, uh, but it's clean. Um, <laughs> the, Janet Napolitano, uh, when she became uh, director of uh, Homeland Security, and I don't know what qualified her for that job in the Obama administration, an administration that saw a cabinet that had only one black American in it. And he claimed that he wasn't a black American and that was <laughs> Eric Holder. So uh, this started in 2009 with these people claiming that white supremacy was a great threat to American democracy and to our way of life, which is totally BS for those of you who don't know what bovine is. So right. I'll, I'll get it up from the pig to the bull, okay? And right. uh, the, uh, the reality is, uh, you know, to, to cut to the chase, uh, it's a, it's an embarrassment. It's a it's a disservice to these young people who've worked hard for four years 
to get through school. This is what this is a most esteemed. This is one of the esteemed black universities uh, in the HBCU system. There are 120 HBCU schools throughout the U.S. and uh, uh, this is one of the oldest and one of the and one of the best. Uh, in fact, uh, Kamala Harris is an alumna alumni of uh, of Howard University, as as is numerous of my friends. Um, so uh, it's an insult to the parents. It was an insult to the to the students and a waste of their time to hear this 1960 rhetoric. I could Joe and when Joe Biden had the opportunity to fight white supremacy and white racism, who was he sitting next to, and who did he side with? Strom Thurmond. Uh, Senator Jackson, Senator Russell, from all the segregationist senators uh, of their time, he sided with. That's how I first heard of Joe Biden in 1973. He was with Strom Thurmond claiming that he did not want his children to be bused to a jungle school. That's not Charles Butler saying that. That's what Joe Biden said. I can pull up the clips and play them for you. So what I don't understand, um, I, I, I keep hearing this white supremacists and race, but, but Charles, what we have going on, this is one of the things that really disturbs me. We have in our public school system, white children who being, are being taught that their parents are racist and evil and that they're white racist and that, that, um, <laughs> They're, they're creating a division within the country uh, at, the, at the school level, uh, putting children against their parents over an idea that there's systemic racism or there's white nationalists or whatever that are bringing our country down. And I'm amazed at the, the, that the number of people who are willing to accept that well, I, I think, you know, uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on here about race, and it's all being convoluted. And then you throw in this, this uh, DEI, diversity, equity, inclusiveness. I say it's D-I-E, it needs to die. Um, <laughs> and uh, the, 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 the reason is because critical race theory is a law school level uh, discourse and, 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 uh, and course. It's not taught in elementary schools. It's not taught in high schools. It's a law school. The, the real uh, issue is it's about uh, the, uh, the, the racial discrimination in the legal system, which I've experienced myself and most Black men in America have, regardless of your, uh, your class, your education, uh, your job. I had a three-star admiral who was driving from um, Orlando to uh, New York was pulled over by three cop by uh, three state troopers in North Carolina, handcuffed because he said he was a he was an admiral. They handcuffed him, bent him over a car on a hot hood, and laugh and were laughing until his his wife who was following them came up and said, "What's going on?" They said, "Well, we pulled your husband. We pulled him over because he claimed to be an admiral." She said, "He is an admiral. He's a three star admiral." And you know it went on from there. Now Dave didn't make a big issue of that which is what black people don't do, and it's a big mistake. Uh, it's always a big mistake. I have always made an issue out of racial injustices that were done to me. Like the, the last one was a, a police officer pulling me over at um, Park City, Utah airport at two o'clock in the afternoon and pulling a gun on me at the airport because I was doing 
10 mile an hour instead in a five mile an hour zone. So um, these are the kind of things that the NAACP needs to be fighting, not uh, 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 whether or not a, a grown ass man with a penis can, can, can go in a woman's bathroom, okay? I mean, they've just lost all focus. This whole race thing, the whole inclusion thing has been blown out of proportion and it's nonsensical. And Daniel, all of this started because black people wanted to be given an opportunity to pursue the American dream. The, the and, and, and just let's take a digress for a second here because people need to understand that the civil rights movement was about middle-class blacks being able to, who had money in their pocket, being able to stop at a restaurant and eat on the side of the road without going to the back of the restaurant to get their food. I experienced that as a child. We didn't, we didn't go to those restaurants. We took our own food. So we were self-contained, but we did have to stop for gas. And when we stopped for gas, the men would go in the bushes and use the bathroom and the women would go in the bushes and use the bathroom. Uh, but, the, but my cousin who was on his deathbed, because they never told us we couldn't use the bathroom, me and my brothers, the three of us. And, and my, my, my cousin on his deathbed, who was from the South and helped my dad drive from Detroit to the South. The thing that he was talking about that most amazed him was he, he said, those white people never said anything to you boys about using the bathroom. Because we always thought that we were taking too long in the bathroom. And that's why I, my daddy and my cousin were going in the bushes to the bathroom and my aunt. So when you see a woman squatting on the side of the road behind a blanket, relieving herself, that's what the civil rights movement was about. It wasn't about poor ass uh, black people or white people who didn't want anything. Cause you got a lot of white people who didn't want anything. When you talk about welfare, the majority of the people on welfare are white. But when you see stories on welfare, it's always black folks. I don't care if it's NBC, any, any of them. You know, any derogatory thing about uh, 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 programs that are helping Americans, it's always some black person who's supposed to be lazy and da 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 da. Not the case. Affirmative action. A lot of people scrounge against affirmative action. When I got out of school in 1975, when I got out of college, University of Michigan, you didn't get hired as a white collar employee in these companies at Xerox, IBM, Ford, GM. They did not hire blacks in white collar jobs. Uh, they did white people, though, my classmates. Uh, those are the kind of things that affirmative action was set to, uh, to level the playing field, not unqualified people as was sold to the American public. And by the way, the NAACP supported that attitude they, because they had all these Jews in their, in their group. I mean, it's deep, man. In my book, it's, all this is coming out in my book, man, about uh, this stuff, because the father of affirmative action, Arthur Fletcher, was, was really my political godfather. I talked to Art for 30 years almost every day. So the thing that we've got about a minute and a half left in this segment, the thing that I, I having difficulty understanding is that it appears, with the exception of perhaps Dr. Martin Luther King, the leadership of the civil rights movement and racism and critical race theory and all these things are white. White elitists. They're trying and to black tell... elitists. Pardon? And black elitists. Because at the end of the day, uh, as you well know, Daniel, uh, black people do not support defunding police. They want more police. Black people have cried out for decades. We want more police. We want drugs out of our community. The government allowed drugs to proliferate the black community uh, uh, during the civil rights movement. They put heroin, 
cocaine, and then crack cocaine in the black community. And it's well documented. There's stories about how they work with how, how these gang members work with the CIA and other government agencies to distribute drugs in the black community. Well, we have to take a break at the moment, and uh, we'll be back to speaking with Charles Butler on some very controversial issues. So we'll be right back. Inflation for most people is causing them to use their credit cards to try and make up for income shortfalls. How big is this problem? In the second quarter of 2022, Americans added $46 billion to their credit card balances. Some of that could be you. The Federal Reserve Consumer Credit Report showed that the rate of interest on credit cards went from 14.56 to 16.65%. Those Americans struggling with credit card debt saw their delinquency rates escalate from 1.66% to 1.81%. The Cambridge Debt Consolidation Program may be able to help you reduce the interest rates by two-thirds and cut your time to pay off the debt from 30 years to as little as five years. If you're struggling and you want professional and objective help getting your credit house in order, then call 1-855-435-2066. Welcome back. We're speaking with my friend Charles Butler, and we're going to move to a very controversial and hot topic, and that is illegal immigration. Charles, we are we are seeing in major blue cities the deportation of illegals who are coming into those cities into other cities throughout the state. And there are lawsuits being filed. And uh, parents are complaining that they're they're putting uh, illegals in schools, uh, libraries, uh, all kinds of places that were meant for the public good, they're they're squandering and and filling them full of people. Yep. In, in addition, with the increased number, as uh, as the mayor of New York is saying, we have we don't have any more money. They've used all the money to pay for hotel rooms for illegals mm -hmm. to the extent that U.S. citizens who are homeless are being right. driven out right, and wind up on the streets in tents. Okay. And so I'm concerned that we're, we're misinforming the public about what the heck's going on. Well, they are. But Dan, I want to go back to our first topic, which was Biden at, at, uh, and the white supremacist issue. And in the Obama administration, both of these administrations are pushing the white supremacy issue. I say this, I have seen a white supremacist in the last 30 years, but I have seen young black men shooting other black people. And I'm afraid, as other blacks are afraid, regardless of where you lived in Chicago, whether it was downtown or, or on the west side of town, which is rough. Uh, and I mean, people killing each other, bullets flying everywhere like the wild, wild west or the south side. We are more afraid of a young black boy looking like our grandchild uh, coming up to us, carjacking us at gunpoint, shooting us or being in the wrong place at the wrong time when bullets are flying. So the real issue and the real threat to black Americans are other black Americans. And I, I got an article out about it. It's all statistically supported. But over 80% of, of, uh, of crimes that happen are black on black, 80%, over 80% of crimes that happen are white on white. And it's about 14% white on black and 
8% black on white crimes. I mean, those are the statistics. So people can say what they want. The bottom line is white supremacists are few and far in between, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, your, your second question, illegal immigration. Uh, this is something that is absolutely intolerable that they're put, letting these people come into our country. Let me say this, the 9-11 commission said the, the, the illegal aliens coming across the border are a security threat to national security. Let me repeat, the 9-11 commission paper concluded that illegal immigration was a big component of uh, terrorists coming into this country. Where did that threat go? Those are the real threats. I said, these people are coming here. It's diseases that were eliminated from American society, measles, dengue fever, tuberculosis, um, uh, and uh, a smallpox or chickenpox, all have been eliminated from American society. Polio, eliminated from American society until these people are bringing it in because they're not vaccinated. Those are the real issues, but more importantly, Immigration, whether it was legal or illegal, has always negatively impacted Black Americans. I don't care if it was when the, when the Irish came over or, or when we opened the floodgates in, in the 20s and let the Europeans come over, or when we opened the floodgates in 1965 and let everybody come into this country. And, and in my opinion, the, in, the, the, the Immigration Act of 1965 was a, was a death knell to civil rights for black Americans. And the Democrats pushed through that, that Immigration Act sponsored by Ted Kennedy and gleefully signed by London Baines Johnson to keep blacks down. Because historically, immigrants have always been hired before blacks. That's just, you know, just the numbers. That's just the facts. Which is gonna be the na name of my new show, by the way. <laughs> so, um... So the I I understand what you're saying that that uh, blacks have been disproportionately affected by illegal immigration, but and legal immigration. Absolutely. We have 43 million foreign-born citizens in this country. There are way too many foreign-born people in this country. We need to we need to stop immigration totally unless the person has a specialty that we need. We don't need any more poor ignorant. I want to make a better, we don't need any more of that. We have enough people here who are trying to make a better life for themselves. I want to cut off immigration unless that person has a special ability. But I've been a nationalist, Dan, and you know this. I've been a nationalist all my, my life. I've never been a globalist. I've always been about putting American and Americans first. I don't care about the Chinese. I don't care about the Mexicans. I don't care about none of them. I don't have any sympathy or empathy for any of them. I, like in Africa, I've been all over Africa. I'm sorry. You know, you got people who walk for a day just to get a bucket of water so they'll have drinking water. You know, and people are, I want to go back to Africa. I ain't going back to, I'm an American. I'm keeping my black behind right here. You know, there was an interesting article recently that I read, Charles, that talked about the issue, and I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not trying to open the issue of reparations. I just wanted to point something out. That is, as of today, one in five Black Americans were not born here. True. They are part of that immigration that you talked about. True. They came here, one in five. 
20% of the black population is foreign born. Not entitled to reparations because That's they right. were foreign born. And those are the issues when you talk about reparations, those are the issues I have because those are the people, when you look at the Africans, the Africans have come here, the Africans at Howard University, the Africans have taken over that campus, uh, the Ubuju, Owagu, and they're not trying to be Americans, they're not trying to assimilate, they're coming, I'm Nigerian, okay, fine, and keep your ass in Nigeria. If you come to America, then you should be saying, I'm an American, no. It's, it's like when these these illegals come. I'm from Venezuela. You see them in, in Chicago. They take over the streets at night, waving Mexican flags and and, and Venezuelan flags. Take you up behind back. You know, I don't know. See, you, these American white boys have lost it. In the old days, white men would have been down on that border with guns, driving these people back across the border. Man up, white man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, I, I, I was on a show this morning and, and they were asking me about the border and, and what do we need to do? Yeah. What'd you say? And, and, can, and can we fix it? And I said, I don't know that we can fix it, but I know what I think we should do. We should deport, arrest well, and deport those people, the 6 million people who came into this country. Illegally. More than 6 million. I'm just talking we, we, about since, since Biden was here. No, we need to we need to deport everyone here. There are almost 30 million people who are here illegally. There are only 28 million blacks. There are 30 million. They've been talking about 11 million uh, illegals for the last 20 years. They're lying because you, mm -hmm. you know I lived in San Diego right on the border, so I saw people coming across the border constantly. Whether they just walk across, you just walk across. These women walk across, squat on the side, on the side of the, of the a sidewalk and have a baby or they'll call an ambulance. And now we, they're supposed to have an anchor baby. No, that baby may be an American citizen, but he, he, but they don't have any, uh, uh, they, can't, they can't engage in a contract because they're minors. So that baby belongs to the, to, the, to the parent and that parent needs to be deported back to their country. And when that baby turns 18, this she can come or he can come to America and be an American. But until then, they should not become wards of the state. They should not be taken care of by the federal government. And these people are giving our money away like drunken sailors, billions of dollars to the Ukraine, billions of dollars to the damn uh, illegals, but a damn veteran can't get a quarter. Uh, uh, a homeless American can't get a job because they don't speak Spanish and can't work with the, with the, with the poor ass Mexicans who are over here taking our jobs. Those are the realities, and people need to get angry, and people need to vote these damn Repub these uh, uh, politicians out who are not forcefully standing up for them and their rights. Do you think, Charles, we've got about a minute and a half. Do you think that'll ever happen? Yes, sir. Because the... people are angry now. And they're angry at what? They're angry about illegal immigration. They see the negative impact of illegal immigration. You know, where were these NGOs where black men were being lynched and hung from trees? Where were these NGOs in the civil rights movement when, when, when the, like the three civil rights girls were, burn, were, were blown up or the three civil rights workers were killed? Where was their empathy? Where was their outreach? The hell with these hypocrites. They're nothing but hypocrites. And I'm tired of it. And everybody else is tired of it. We need to get back to the basics of being traditional Americans. 
As I say, these kids at Howard, as I said in my article, they just want to pursue the American dream. All of this white supremacy. No, these kids wanted to wanted Biden to finish his dumbass uh, um, speech. They wanted him to finish his dumb speech so that they could get out and pursue the American dream. One kid had a job at Deloitte. Another woman had a job in the government. You know, these kids just want to get out and make money and enjoy America and be, and be American citizens. Biden, Obama, all the uh, Bernie Sanders, all these socialists, now AOC is the president of the New York Communist Party. What? What? Well, unfortunately, bud, we're uh, we're out of time. Did I did I give you enough content? Oh, absolutely. If you got anything you, you want to plug, you, you said your book or your new no, show. I'm not finished. I'm not. I'm, I'm you know I'm just working on that. But uh, you know I'm getting back on the radio, getting back out here. You know, and uh, you know people can can Google Charles Butler, just the facts, or Charles Butler, the reality check, and I'll be out there. You know, doing what we do. You know, bringing the facts, educating people. Brother, uh, we we have had a saying over the 13 years that we are brothers from different mothers. Yeah, we have, and that's true. And uh, thanks, bro. Thanks for being on, brother. And we'll have Thank you. Back you. On. We'll have you back on us soon, and maybe you'll have me on your new show. I want you. I want you to. And I told you we need to do a taping today at some point. Okay, we'll see what okay. we can do. Super. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. We'll be you right too. back. All right. We are Americans, male and female, from many races and cultures from all over the world. One thing above all else is we are patriots who protect our nation and defend, when necessary, our Constitution from attacks both foreign and domestic. Today, as American patriots, we must take back our country from those who want to destroy it and us. We must start by taking back our children and their education. Parents, not union, should be in charge of our children's education. We must be sure that they are taught about the greatness of America and its people. Our children should not be indoctrinated with the belief that parents are racist and are evil and trying to destroy the world. As patriots, we must take back our country from foreign nations who want to destroy us and our way of life. Yes, as patriots, we want America to be first. We want an open and fair trade policy, energy independence, safe cities, and secure borders where we can grow and prosper as a nation of free people. Become an American patriot. Help take back America by voting Republican in the November 8th election. Thank you for joining us today, and we'd like to hear your comments or questions. So go to bwradionetwork.com, that's bwradionetwork.com, and give us your questions or comments. And thanks for joining us today.